Welcome to episode six of Reach For More. I'm your career mentoring host, Veronica Summer, and you have come to the place to be to become your most successful self and get some business inspiration. Looking at career challenges in 2020, I answer questions right here every Sunday. Visit summertalent.com for your personal mentoring and to sign up to the membership and get exclusive access to video and audio guides and workbooks that will change the future of your career. This membership is all about making education accessible for every woman around the world, so please share it with anyone who needs it. Let's get started and rock your career. Today's topic is recognizing the difference between healthy and unhealthy stress. Not all stress is negative. We need a certain amount of healthy stress to be motivated to finish tasks and meet goals. However, unhealthy stress leads to a lot of problems. Now, what is the difference between healthy and unhealthy stress? When anxiety starts dominating your daily thoughts, that is a sign that it is becoming harmful to your health. Chronic stress can cause high blood pressure, weakened immune function, heartburn, insomnia or tiredness, weight gain, missed periods, heart and stomach aches, uh, trouble concentrating, and much more. Um, And to recognize those, it is so important to be connected to your roots. So later on in this podcast, we're going to look at that, how you can recognize the differences between healthy and unhealthy stress. Um, And also, I think that a lot of us notice that things are off and we just don't do anything about it. Uh, So it's really important to be aware of what is going on. Even if you are in a situation where you have the feeling you can't change anything right now, it is important to be aware of how you are doing. So we'll look at that a little bit later. What causes the most stress at the workplace and what are the most stressful jobs? I recently stumbled over an article from Career Addict about the most stressful jobs in the world in 2020. And I was actually, I was so surprised because when you hear those 10, you're like, oh yeah, that's obvious. But to me, it it, it was a little surprising and it was so interesting. I thought I would share it uh, here with you today. Uh, also to give us a little perspective. So to make it a little funner, I will do a little countdown because, you, you know, if you know me, you know that I like to do that. <laughs> so uh, here are the top 10 most stressful jobs in the world. Number 10, taxi driver. Yeah, drunk and rude passengers and never knowing who gets in your car can be stressful. Traffic not even to mention. Number nine, senior corporate officers. Responsibilities and pressure, being the person for all the important decisions and all the extra hours you put in outside of the office that nobody notices to ensure things running smoothly can get to your bones. Number eight, PR executives. Being responsible for someone else's reputation. Yeah, that job requires 24-7 attention to always be a step ahead of what is going on. And if you have to deal with celebrities and public figures, it can be even more tense. Number seven, broadcasters. Reporting and announcing breaking news on television Being a good public speaker and always having to look and sound perfect isn't easy. I personally think that many jobs that require to be in the spotlight are highly stressful, but also give you so much joy and the positive sides of excitement back. 
Number six, reporters. News reporters have to adapt to changing environment every day. One day you can be in the studio, the other day you're out in a dangerous area, and an average reporter's salary is not very high either. So that job requires full, full-hearted commitment. Number five, event coordinator. Done it? Yes, stressful, mentally and physically. You have to keep a thousand things in mind, organize, coordinate, uh, and usually run around all day. And there are always problems you have to solve without anybody noticing. Uh, And I personally think the hardest thing about this job is actually to keep your cool. There's When there's so much going on, there's so much stress going on around you, and you always have to look like that person who has everything under control. (laughs) That's... That's just my experience. Number four, police officer. Yeah, well, putting your life on the line every day, of course. Um, It comes with large amounts of stress and other problems. Good news is that this is a well-paid position in most countries. Number three, airline pilot. Flying as a passenger can be stressful. Imagine being responsible for all those lives. I personally love to fly and can get so annoyed by people that don't respect aviation. They just get in a plane and take it for granted to be served cocktails at 35,000 feet and are annoyed if there's a delay. And there's so many things that are going on in the background that we don't know of. Uh, And I just watched a documentary on EasyJet's female pilots. So if you think being a pilot is nice and easy and you get to go everywhere, I really recommend watching that show because it just shows what all kinds of problems that job comes with, delays and weather and drunk passengers and... And, and technical issues that we so, you know, very often we don't even know what's going on in the cockpit. Okay, so let's move on to number two, firefighters. I think there's not much to say. Of course, that's, yeah, that's a stressful, stressful job. And number one, military personnel. Did you know that 30% of them develop mental problems? And I'm actually surprised that that number is so low. Um, and I was also a little surprised that in 2020, in a worldwide rank, this is the most stressful job. It's the number one stressful job of understanding, of course, that it is. But honestly, I would have not thought about it. If you would have asked me, I would have not thought about that. That is the number one, the, the most stressful job. Um, and it made me think, don't we get so wound up sometimes in our own in our own lives that we just lose perspective? And it can be so helpful sometimes to get clarity and look at a bigger picture if you feel very stressed, uh, if you feel unhappy and stressed in the position you are in right now. Um, and what what I have to mention is that it doesn't make one's stress smaller or less important. No matter what job you work in, if you experience mental distress, it will affect your health just as much as being in uh, another highly stressful job. And something we're still lacking in the in the business world and in many learning and development structures and companies worldwide is how seriously we take stress prevention training. Preparing people to deal with and preventing stress are basics in the trainings of pilots and firefighters and military personnel, whereas an accountant or a salesperson very often has to find their own ways to deal with it on their own. And although we have these enormously high burnout numbers worldwide, 
people are still recognized as weak if they get sick from their job or if they're overly stressed. And, you know, we talk about it so much. We hear about it so much. We have this high awareness. We have all these companies trying to offer trainings to their employees or they're trying to show that they're doing that. But I don't think that really on a daily working basis, we have this acceptance for somebody who is, uh, who is burned out or who is just willing to actually speak up and say, Hey, this is, you know, this is enough. This is just not good. So what is it that stresses us the most? What causes stress? What is the worst form of stress? <laughs> Let me tell you a little story of the Swiss company Victorinox. The producer of the original Swiss army knife and household knives, watches, and travel gear is one of the best companies in the world to work for and has won several awards and is top five in Switzerland. Their average employee stays in the company for 22 years, and some people have been working there for over 50 years. And that, although working there, is a backbreaking job. Employees sit at a machine and grind knives doing the same movement all day long or assemble army knives. So what is the secret? Why do people love to work there? Why is it such a great company to work for? Well, the company says there are two things to their secret. Number one, balance time. Three times a day for five minutes, which are additional to their normal breaks, uh, they stretch and exercise. And they say that it has reduced sick leaves by 30%. Second secret is their salary structure. The better the company is doing, the higher the bonuses for employees, and they can get up to three monthly salaries extra. And uh, one of the most important things, though, is the salary ratio. On an average, a manager will earn 20 times more than the lowest paid employee in the company, uh, but not here, not in this company. The highest salary is under 10 times uh, of the lowest salary. Another very interesting thing is that home office is not a problem there. Where some companies struggle with letting their employees work from home, although it only requires a laptop, this company builds up entire assembling stations in their people's homes and um, deliver and pick up the assembled pieces several times a week. And I'm thinking, you know, what does this teach us? Management and leadership is what is crucial here. It's not about that break time or, yes, the salary ratio is, of course, it's important, but all of this is just a part of management and leadership, giving people the right working material so they can do their jobs and working material and physical working material, but also mentally, mentally preparing them for their jobs so they can be the most efficient and that they invest in good people. You know, I was thinking, of course, they could only hire people that are willing to work in their manufacturing halls, but they don't. They hire good people, they hire the best people, and adapt to their needs, because that person working from home will be much more sustainable in the end. Long-term thinking is a key word here, too, in this example. And I remember in 2011, the company was suffering a lot because they banned pocket knives from hand luggage after 9-11, and they had to shut down all their sales in duty-free shops. And the revenue dropped by 30%. Instead of 
firing their people, they found other solutions for them in partner companies until the company was doing better. And this is just such a good example of proving that so many companies and corporations think wrong. They want people to be committed, give up their personal lives, and want an emotional investment from people, and expect all of that for a materialistic reward. And that is why management leaders in so many companies are in a constant dilemma. They're asking themselves, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to make our people happier? And it's very easy. It's The answer is emotional investment. <laughs> what you pay the employee for, the work that he or she creates, um, you are paying that with money. But the emotional investment, you can't reward that with money. It just doesn't work that way. The only way to respond to loyalty, commitment, uh, respect is by giving the exact same thing in return. And if you want more committed employees, you first have to show commitment to them. Um, and that is something that this company understood. Um, when I started studying, I just remembered the story. When I started studying, I did two semesters of economics. And one day we were working on a project and we're looking at a case where a company was in trouble, very similar to the example I just mentioned. And I remember sitting over this case, trying to find a, a solution to save the company. So I come up with this idea of how we can create new cash cows to balance uh, the crisis we are having with that one product. And when I presented my results, the teacher said to me, you forgot to think about the most obvious thing. The first thing you do is you let people go. And I was like, wow, yeah, I'm studying the wrong thing. <laughs> so, so I switched. Thank God I studied business psychology and company organization in the end. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is that if you're not in one of those super stressful jobs that just have a very high level of stress by their nature, if you're working in an average job and feel drained, stressed, and burnout, in most cases, it has nothing to do with the work you are doing. It has to do with the environment you are working in. Even in this example of this company, them doing their break times and having all those things, what makes people feel good there is that they're respected, that people look at each other on a same level. Nobody is better than the other person. It's all people and they're all working together on one cause. And let's be honest, we're lacking a lot of that still in our society. We have a lot of different levels and pay gaps are enormous, not just between men and women, but in a lot of different areas, we have huge pay gaps. Um, so yeah, a little detour to, to this company, but I think you understand the point I'm trying to make. And, um, you know, let's look at how, how you can recognize the difference and, and that you know what kind of environment you are in. Is it the environment stressing you out? Are you really suffering from mental distress or are you just based generally just stressed because you don't have, um, a good, you don't set priorities right and you don't have a good time planning. Um, so one of the best and easiest ways to recognize if you are in danger of, unhealthy stress is by listening to your inner voice. Yes, I know it's not that easy, but I have an easy trick that always works. When you wake up in the morning, observe how you feel, what feelings arise in you and what 
are the first thoughts that come into your mind because that are the most important blocks you need to work on. Taking them seriously and looking at them is already the first step. It really doesn't matter if this stress is caused by something in your private life or in your work life. Um, Working through stress has a pattern and a system you can follow to understand what is going on around you and make you feel better. So do this for a couple of days, maybe even weeks. And if that feeling doesn't change, then something is wrong. So just, just observe. Emotional signs of stress can be depression, anger, restlessness, feeling overwhelmed, being unmotivated, problems with memory and concentration and headaches and muscle tension. And you might feel anxious, uh, replaying situations in your mind that have happened or something that our fear loves to do is to project situations into our head that haven't even happened yet. Once you have observed what is going on, you have to actively commit to not wanting to feel that way anymore. You have to make a decision to train your brain cells to think positive instead of negative. And you will be challenged every couple of minutes, probably throughout your day. Um, Now, if things at work are not fair and not going well for you, and you are dealing with a toxic environment and a toxic boss and are being taken advantage of, being positive doesn't mean that you accept that and that you go to work every day and say, hey, this is great. I love being treated this way. What it is about is distancing yourself from it. It's distancing yourself from their negative illusion and working on your positive one, which can be, I'm happy that I know better. I am thankful that I have other options because If you have people, if you have bosses, if you have environments treating you that way, then those people must feel really awful and must feel very trapped in their life. And that is the reason why they're treating other people that way. So looking at it from another perspective and being happy that you actually have the power to recognize the difference uh, can give us a lot of strength. And yes, healthy eating and exercise and being outdoors and doing yoga and meditation and all these things can help you ease your stress. And I recommend having that in your daily regimen. But if you're in a situation at work that is mentally stressing you out, you will constantly be playing balance between feeling stressed at work and then balancing it out with yoga, uh, with yoga again. And I'm not talking about, you know, basic stress. You, it's just what it comes with. You're never going to work in a, in a job or in a place where you don't have conflicts you're going to deal with and stressful situations you're going to have. But I'm talking about really working in toxic environments, in highly toxic environments with toxic bosses and, and companies that just suck the life out of you. That is what I'm talking about. If you're in a situation like that, constantly trying to balance it out is not going to help. You have to look at your emotional state. And don't don't let it get to you you know that that is what is the most difficult the most difficult thing and you can only do that by strengthening your inner strong positive and healthy power you cannot strengthen it if you are constantly focusing on the negative and you're saying i don't need this i want this to be out of my life i want this to go away that is causing even more stress because you're putting pressure on yourself um so not 
letting it get to you, you do that by connecting to your inner vision and your mission in life and your positivity. So be thankful for what you have and distance yourself. If your basic feelings are calm when you wake up, then you're most probably not in danger of unhealthy stress. You will just have things rise up during the day, which are normal and you can handle. But it is because your basic core, your inner core of of feelings is giving you that, that ground and strength and power to deal with it. If you've been in an unhealthy environment for such a long time that you don't have that strength anymore and that balance, then it is time to take care of that. You're in control over your emotions. You can choose how you want to react to things. So getting back to stress at the workplace, um, if you feel that you are not receiving the same or at least somewhat of emotional support in return, then you have to find balance elsewhere and you need to change that. If you have the chance to talk to someone uh, about your needs in the company, then do that. So many people are afraid of expressing what they need and we still do not take emotional and mental health seriously enough. Second, if you feel like you are investing too much, then stop it. Stop investing that much emotional energy if it is not recognized and not returned. And maybe it is also something that nobody asks you to do. Maybe you are just trying to be overly, overly committed. Maybe that just doesn't even come with that job. Um, Something that so many of us do because we want to be liked and needed (laughs) So if there is no response to your emotional investment, then you might just be in the wrong place. There is a place where exactly what you have is needed and you will find it if you learn to protect and listen to your emotions and protect your mental health and learn to be thankful for the situation because it is a lesson that you need before you can step further. There is no coincidence that you are in this situation. And um, one other thing I I would like to to give you for this Sunday night and preparing for a lovely week next week and your Monday morning, uh, something that is so great and helpful is unnegotiable time. Set a time, as much time as you can a day, 10, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours for yourself, where you have time to think, think about yourself, where you have time to do your workout, where you have time to do all the things for yourself and where you can stop thinking. I know I just said that you have to think about yourself. What I was trying to say with that is where you have time to feel into your emotions and feel yourself and and observe what is happening within you (laughs) because we think way too much (laughs) and thinking doesn't change anything what changes things is how you feel if you change your feelings you will change your life let me know your thoughts uh, and head over to summertalent.com for more mentoring thank you so much for being here today and tuning in have a great start tomorrow and rock that career you're awesome